Have you played Elden Ring? No, I have not. I don't. I also don't have plans to play Elden Ring. <laughs> Based off of Phase Jeb's videos, I have no desire can to you, play. Can you spell his, his YouTube channel's name so we could give him a little shout out? F-A-Z-E, Foxtra, Alpha, Zulu, Echo, Space, Jev, J-E-V, Julia, Echo, Victor. <laughs> phase jeff got it um yeah you showed me you showed me one of his clips and i was back when you showed it to me uh before we recorded last week i was on the edge of uh giving in and getting this game yeah and you showed me this clip of someone who i assume is good at video games because he's a streamer being absolutely furiated (laughs) through the roof and i was like no see this is it this is why i can't i can't do it i can't do these games right uh and then i just i read more reviews and i listened to this podcast Uh, i also want to give a shout out to the besties uh they're a video game podcast uh and they had two episodes in a row about elden ring which they don't do (laughs) um where the the they're they're basically a, a game of the year podcast that goes all year long. So they talk about each game that comes out, and they give it like a full hour, some space to breathe, uh, okay. so, they could, so they don't have to rehash everything at the end of the year. Right, but right, they right. just said like, all right, this is our Elden Ring episode. Spoilers: it's game of the year. <laughs> it is. It's February, and this is going to be our game of the year. Um, like everybody's giving it perfect scores, uh, and uh. a lot of people are saying that for people who've been too scared or nervous or not really into the Soulsborne genre of games, that this is the one to try because it's so open world. Because all of the games leading up to this point, you sounded like a bagpipe droning (laughs) under me talking. (laughs) Um... All the Souls games up to this point are all pretty linear. Like, Mm -hmm. there's areas where you could go off the beaten path, and you could kind of backtrack a little bit. But if you're stuck at a boss, you're stuck at a boss. Where in this one, if you're stuck at a boss, you could just turn around and go level up for four hours doing a ton of other stuff that's all really fun and rewarding. And I'm thinking, that might be it for me. Because I really don't like getting frustrated, and I don't like reminding myself that I'm really secretly bad at video games. What is the driving factor for you to play a game? Mm. Uh, I think Not Elden Ring. A game. A game. What makes I'm, you pick up and say, I'm going to play this video game? What is the core part of it? Uh, ooh. Ooh, that's really good. I can tell you mine. Okay. Uh, either I want adrenaline. Yeah. So I, that's why I play majority FPS games. Adrenaline. I want excitement. Yeah. I want the... Edge of your seat. The competitive, I almost said accelerant. The comp, the, com, the competitive uh, 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 drive to the competitive excitement sure. of the FPS is what I like. Yeah, that's what that's why I play 90, 90 to ninety five percent of the games I play are FPS. Yeah, because of that. But there are two games I do play. Um. One kind of is a blend, but one is Lost Ark, mm-hmm. which is the free game. Which is, I didn't realize how hugely popular that is. You talked about it last week, and I keep hearing about it now. It's Well, it's free. It helps yeah. when a game's free. Um, that, I just... I do it to hang out with friends. Yeah. I will never sign in by myself. Yeah. I literally put on the ambient sleep music playlist from Apple Music and sure. log into Lost Ark, where Hell I turned yeah. off all the music sounds. Yeah. And I just hang out with my friends in Discord. Yeah. That's how I play Lost Ark. Or I play. I put on Battlefront Two, where I do not play PvP. I do PVE with oh. a group of friends, where we just get to hang out and chill. Yeah, and we still have that competitive fun of like, oh yeah, pew pew. But we don't deal with the actual aggravation of going against people. Gotcha. So it's 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 PvP, but against bots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. Like we we I think we've only we only won like fifty percent of our games last night. Yeah, sure. In a four stack. Because the bots are pretty good. They're pretty good, yeah. yeah. So it's just and it's just fun. Granted, it's also Star Wars, so I'm just you know on the teat, right? Like just <laughs> of that that alien on Octo. That <laughs> yeah. Luke gets the green milk straight from yes. the teat. <laughs> I'm just I'm just on the teat of Star Wars yeah. in that game. So just so, oh we lost, but hey man, I was, it was I lost to like like Boba Fett and Darth Vader. So I mean okay. So it's you know what I mean. So I would lose to them in real life. So I understand. <laughs> so it's just it's just a different atmosphere. Yeah. Um, that's why I know 
I will not play Elden Ring. See, that's so weird because I feel why? like I, I, since you've been talking, I've come up with why I play a video game, like why I choose a game to play. It is Bring it up. F- partially for like the escapism, uh, which is why I enjoyed like Skyrim so much. Okay. 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 Minecraft. The immersiveness. The immersiveness, but like, but in a truer sense, <laughs> the escapism. What do you mean? What do you mean by that term? When I get into Skyrim or when I get into Minecraft, <laughs> this is going to sound really rough and saying this, a lot of people are going to think that boy needs therapy. Uh, I live in Skyrim and I leave Skyrim to go to work <laughs> and sleep and eat. But like, I don't like, and that's a way exaggeration, uh, but like, I don't know, like I'm just part of that world. Like, especially with Skyrim, by the time you get to close to the end of Skyrim, like all of these decisions, there's so many people in the game who now have like opinions of you and know of you and know of the things that you did this way or that way with Minecraft. Like I'm building my own little town and I'm like, I have this whole potion brewing operation going on and stuff like that. And I have my strip mine that like wasn't there before. It wasn't something that the game told me to do. It's something that I came up with, and that's my strip mine that my friends can come over and like access. Like, oh, there's some good diamond ore down there and stuff like that. But I think it's like that getaway factor. That's why I got I clung on to Animal Crossing for so long. Okay. Um, that and like almost what you said about the adrenaline, but just like the little serotonin of just like uh like i'm trying to think of some of my other favorite games zelda and portal and for that it's like the puzzle solving aspect of it okay where it's Uh, there's a puzzle presented to me there's a way to beat it and i figure it out and like that little oh yes i got it like that little like yeah it's also why i love trophies so much okay like the playstation trophies xbox xbox achievements stuff like that Okay. That little like, hey, you did a thing. That's that's kind of hard to do. You figured it out. You you did that. Good job. Here's a little here's a little treat. Okay. But to compare Animal Crossing and Portal to Elden Ring, <laughs> I think is a bit of a reach. It is it, that exactly <laughs> right, and that's why I'm I'm confused why like you're more opposed to playing it than I am because I think if have you played Dark Souls? No. Okay, I have. Okay. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what it's like i i can watch jev lose his mind in battles and realize yeah that's ex- it's dark soul level combat fuck. right like fuck um what i've heard about it the thing i've had it explained to me not like directly to me but in youtube videos and reviews and but to my face by a few people that i know of like what is it about the souls games that people like and it's almost like the second thing that I like, that puzzle-solving serotonin, uh, you figured it out, good job, buddy. Right. But with, like, skills, rather than, like, like it, like, but with, like, twitch reflexes and blocking and learning an enemy's patterns. Like, each enemy is, like, a puzzle to figure out, like, you're going to die to it over and over and over again. Where in Portal, you don't necessarily die over and over and over again. You're just stuck in a room until you can figure out how to get out. Where in... Elden Ring and in Dark Souls and stuff like that, you die and you die and you die and you die and you die, and it's frustrating. But then okay. you you learn the boss and you get better and okay. better and you get farther and farther. You chip away more and more of its health each time you beat it, and then you figure it out and you get that like oh yes, like you feel like you're on top of the world. It's like a way more extreme version of the the portal serotonin. That grit. feeling of what you're saying of like you 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 like you, the edge of your seat involvement and and attentiveness of the moment mm. because you're fighting this boss mm. and it's it, the highest stakes and you're going to lose that's the same feeling that I would get when I trained in martial arts and we would spar sure because it's the it's the same thing I get when I play hockey mm. which is why I love playing hockey it's because I'll use hockey because that's more recent than my martial arts uh, time. Um, in hockey, it's so 100% encompassing that when I lace up and I step, the second you step on the ice, you can't really think about much else. Yeah. Not because it's just like, oh, this is so exciting. No, it's because 
the risk is too high. Yeah. You have to pay attention. Like that is your world. It's why people, it's why people like motorcycles. Mm. It's like, I feel so free from the world. Yeah. It's because you can't think about it because you're on a death machine, (laughs) right? Like if you get distracted thinking about your work, you will skid out on the highway or you're going to get hit by something and you have nothing to protect you. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people love motorcycles because it, and and this is why people also love like vintage cars. Interesting. Where they don't have power steering. Yeah. Right. And it's because you're connected to the machine and you have to work with it and focus on it. Mm. You can't idly spin the wheel. You have have to to plan. Crank the wheel. You have to crank it and plan when to turn it. And you feel the weight shift. And like you have to be worried about your old ass brakes because you don't have like an ABS system. You know what I'm saying? But but, but I'm serious. That's why people like vintage cars. It's because when they drive vintage cars, like, like fully vintage and original, they love the fact that it transports you through the mechanic of driving mm. away from what you're and the world you're in you're in a world of abs and electronic signaling and and like power steering and dash cams and like like signal flashers and shit like that when you're in a vintage car that's a completely original you don't have any of that mm. so it's just you have this little little hand-sized fucking mirror as a side mirror <laughs> and you have to like you have to like keep an eye on it and hopefully like you know you're able to look past the giant ass pillar frame for the front and back seats so you can like change lanes safely <laughs> you know it is the same thing with motorcycles and so you don't get you don't get clipped by something and get thrown going 65 miles per hour over a barricade into yeah. a tree so that's interesting that's the same feeling i, I, I think elden ring is like motorcycles it's the way. video game of that right <laughs> i mean not so much of like the 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 consequences, but I think it's more of you're talking about this this flow state, yeah, and that's the best way to put it in terms to equate it back to martial arts and hockey and hockey, there's a flow state where I'm not thinking about how I'm doing my moves. Mm. I'm not thinking how I'm skating, I'm not thinking how I'm stick handling, I'm not thinking about how I'm shooting i could and I'm not saying I'm doing them well, I'm yeah. doing them probably still wrong and not with great technique, but when you're in that moment. You're just thinking about just that very second and the next second of what you're seeing in front of you of how yeah, to read exactly. the play. You're just reacting to it. Yeah. So you're, I'm not thinking, oh, I need to pitch my weight forward over my knees. No, I'm just skating. Yeah. Right. And I'm just focused on like, oh, he's cutting out and this person's coming in and I got a bounce option. I can like, I got a bumper off the wall. I can just pass it out and then I can shoot up the middle. Like you're so concentrated on that moment. It forces you to just live in that moment. Interesting. Yeah. And it's the same thing when you achieve that kind of flow state in martial arts where you're not thinking of like, well, my leverage is off and the elbow is too high. My grip is off on the hand. And that's why they're escaping from the pressure when you're actually like able to do it and you're doing it. It's like, no, I'm just flowing with these moves that i don't know how i know them even though i've it's because i've been drilling them for years but you're just reacting it's mm. like this person like like uh like this person pulled their knee in it's like okay cool i need to i need to cut off that angle now i'm not thinking oh like i need to counter that with this you just do it automatically yeah well i think that's you've hit a point where their reflexes to you now i think there are a lot of people everyone from no martial arts skill up to where you are does have to think about those things which i think that's what's going to be interesting and what i'm not going to like initially about elden ring where it's like oh he's he's doing like i'm i've already felt i fought like five things in the game i'm i've in it like an hour like like little grunts or big big dragon bosses shit like no big dragon bosses uh like what uh actually i fought a, a few handfuls of things i fought like maybe 10 like dudes either zombies or just dudes walking around and they saw me and they're like hey fuck you and they like just came over to kill me i fought a knight who's like a dude on a horse uh and then i fought a few like little grunts like little gargoyles or something like that um and now i'm stuck in a in a flame tunnel <laughs> that like i walked down the tunnel and a giant burst of flame comes out and i don't know how to get past it but um yeah, I think I'm I'm I've already been fighting like the game teaches you like when someone's doing a heavy attack you have to dodge. When someone's doing a light attack you could block it with your shield, but you can't block a heavy attack with your shield. Like the damage will go through the shield, you'll negate some of it, but you should dodge. There's invincibility frames when you dodge. So like when you're dodging, you literally won't get hit at all. Um so like I'm already I'm still thinking of like Oh, he's winding up. That's a heavy attack and dodge. Like, but eventually it'll become reflex. And that's what I'm looking forward to about it. Like what you're thinking with hockey 
It's where if I were trying to play hockey, A, I'd be very bad, but I'd be consciously... You would be fantastic. I'd be consciously <laughs> thinking of like every aspect of it at once, and it would be overwhelming. So hopefully Elden Ring will let me kind of ease into it and get better at like the basics of light attack, heavy attack. What do I do with each one? And then like exploring some other of like the rules of the game, which a lot of... A lot of people who are giving it like the highest praise ever are huge fans of Souls games. Oh, what a coincidence. And they're saying it is the best one and it's the best one for beginners cuz I think a lot of them are conscious of these are hard games to get into and not they're not very beginner friendly. But I'm a huge fan of them, so I was able to pick this one up with no problem. But you will too, little Timmy. Like <laughs> I don't I, know. I don't think it's going to be I'm I'm very supportive of you. Yeah. And I'm very excited for your journey. Yeah. I think... Uh, okay, I'm saying this because of what you have told me and not because of what I think of you. Sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I already agree with you, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't think you're going to play this game for too long. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have been like falling off of it. Like, a lot of people are like, yeah, it was really good. It was my first one. Like, I, I got into it. I get these games now. But, like, 20, 30 hours in, like, I'm tapping out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know if you will commit to it because you, you actually will end up enjoying it. Mm. I think it's going to take just that one boss to put you over the edge. And well, here's just... the thing about this game. I could get that boss and I could just fuck off for 10 hours and come back with a way bigger sword. Or it's like, ah, look at me now. Right. But then when you go back and it happens again, I think, I, I don't know. I just, as you have said to me, could be. you do not stick to things all the time. You, sure. like Battlefield 2042, for example, this, well, that <laughs> the big is motion. for a good reason. Okay. Well, that I'm I was just, very I'm excited just, for it. And everybody said this game is hot dog doo doo. Or Overwatch, when you sign on for two games, then you were done for the entire night. Yes, because I hate other people. And then we wouldn't play again for like three weeks. Yes. Um, you know, just stuff like that. And stuff that you've admitted when I brought stuff up, like the physical things we do, for example. Just yeah, Oh, God. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about this yet. You well, you gave me the special treat of not doing a workout today. <laughs> and we went to Red Robin instead. Not going to lie. This is one of the best days of my life. <laughs> Well, we went to Red Robin and then we couldn't eat. Oh there. no, yeah, no, we went to ninety nine. Yes. Um, it was pretty good. It was like it was my first good. time going since I was a kid. I will say though, my crowning achievement of being hashtag good at video games. Yes, is I beat all the Valkyries in God of War, including the final Valkyrie, which has the powers of all so, the Valkyries combined. Into so one. what you just said there gives me hope that you will beat Elden Ring. And you know what it was with that? It was the immersion. Combined with a little bit of the serotonin factor of each time you killed a Valkyrie, you get like a special thing that if you get enough special things, you can make a really cool special thing. Uh, and there were nine of them and there were three special things you could make. And for each one, you mm -hmm. needed three of the special things to make the big special thing. Um, so that kept me going. And then I got all nine of them and it's like, but wait, there's one more and it's hardest. So I think with that persistence, you could do it. The yeah. Problem is, is that I've seen the final boss fight. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I haven't. I have seen, like, wonderfully little of it. I've seen the quote-unquote final boss, and then I've seen the quote-unquote actual final boss. Oh, okay. Like, the final boss where credits roll at the end, and then there's, like, a late game after yes. the final boss, final boss? Yes. Yeah. Um, And both made me think to myself, I'm so glad... I did not spend the time to get to these bosses yeah. and have to fight them. I'm super glad I didn't have to do that. I think I've seen the and final I've, boss. I've just got to watch somebody else do it instead. Yeah, exactly. Um, so here's what it'll take. Uh, I will need to be immersed. I'll need to feel like I'm part of the world. Okay. Which I've heard that it does very well. Like the Souls games are kind of known for having really obtuse stories, like not straightforward stories that you kind of learn through conversation and you learn through like item descriptions, which the, is very interesting. So here's this. I'll, I will give it this. It is a very, very cool, very metal World. fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> like some of the shit that I've seen. Yeah. I, I have has made me think I kind of want to see and experience 
how fucking metal that shit is. Yeah. But then I just watch Jev play it and I go, nah, not that bad. I <laughs> got it. But it's fucking cool. Well, he's like also the, hyping it up. But no, the cinematics are fucking badass. Yeah. Some of the boss cinematics are fucking insane. Yeah. Like, I can't wait. I don't want to spoil any of them yeah, for yeah. you. I, it, but just the one video that we watched together of him fighting, I think one of like the few like main bosses, the bear. No, not the bear. The lady. The lady. Oh, the, the moon lady. Yeah. No, spoilers for people. Listening, oh, sorry. There's like a just a moon lady. That's moon what we we'll call it. I That was the most spoiler thing I've seen. I've really only seen what's in trailers and what's in reviews, which is like they're being heavily protective of. Um, I know the weapon. I know the weapons. Yeah. <laughs> I know the the multiple forms of things. Oh shit. I didn't even know things had multiple forms. I think I think I have How seen How did you not fi- think that? <laughs> I don't know. I know like nothing about these games. Okay. I hear people talk about like, oh, Dark Souls 3 is the best one yet, and it's so fucking hard, and we wanted to blow our brains out. It was so hard. We had so much fun playing it. I just go, I don't I I need to hear no more. <laughs> like that sounds like a terrible bad time. I, I okay, real quick. That point you said about the overcoming is something and accomplishing. I remember playing it and getting like killed by these demon dogs or something in one scene. Yeah, and you're right. Trying to find out how to get past them, how to beat them, if you can avoid them. Yeah, there is a joy to that. Yeah, and you're like, I, oh, I did it. Yeah, I won't take that away. Yeah, I think Elden Ring is a completely different level of bullshit. You think there's more bullshit? Yes. Are you only watching this one guy play it, though? I'm watching rage compilations. Okay, that's what I, exactly what I was going to bring up. I watched yes. one video that was... Would you say that the one that we watched together was a rage compilation? No, that was him just being like, Fuck. This, is me playing, this is me playing Elden Ring. <laughs> to me... He has rage compilations that are not those videos. Oh, my lord. <laughs> to me, that was a rage compilation. Nope. That was his, him playing it. His default mood is rage. <laughs> Like he was just angry at no. the whole game. Well, you have to realize he he made what like a eight hour stream into fifteen minutes. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Jeez, what a life. Um, but yeah, no. To me, that guy. I mean, that's like he's doing the streamer thing of like everything is a little bit more overdramatic than it really is. Yes. Or like if he was just playing on the couch, he'd be like, ah, "Son of a bitch," but he's like, "No, I can't believe you did that." Ah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, we'll see. I I I'm ready for some bullshit. I mean, maybe I'm not ready for some bullshit, but I'm anticipating some bullshit, and we'll see how I uh, how I react to it. Hopefully, we'll. Uh, I'm excited about your eldering journey. Yes, and I want to hear I want to hear about it as it unfolds. Yeah, because I think it's either gonna go very very well or you're gonna go. Yeah, I uninstalled it. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, I. D- <laughs> I will say, maybe this is a sign of things to come, but I have died twice so far. I've Only twice? maybe an hour or two, which isn't much. So you boot it up. Uh, you, like, go outside. You learn this is what this is. This is what that is. Um, now Ooh. go through. Huh? What's your class? I went astrologer, which is mostly a spellcaster, but I have a sword and a shield if I need it. Okay, and what's the premise of the start? You're just some guy in a, in, a, in a world, or is it like... Do you know the story of it? No. You're a Tarnished, which I don't really know what that means yet, which is exciting. Okay. Um, but the game opens, and there's like this little... You get the backstory, where there was an Elden Ring, and someone broke it, and the pieces of the Elden Ring rent to these, these four offspring of this god lady. Uh, and they got like crazy with power and the world got completely screwed over because of it. So you are a tarnished and it is your destiny to vanquish them and reclaim the pieces of the Elden Ring and reform the Elden Ring and become the Elden Lord. So basically like spoilers, that's probably what's going to (laughs) happen. Like it just says, this is what your mission is. Go do it. And then you win. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is pretty straightforward that's pretty cool but that's like a you're, cool you're tarnished you're a dead person like they show your dead hand and they show like this little like white little firefly looking light that like goes and just touches your hand and the second it does like your hand twitches and then you just get up and you're like Ugh. out of the ground no just uh, you're on the ground you're like dead on the ground and the little light touches your hand and you get up and you walk through this like gate and then you're in the world and it's like, all right, you're here. 
Go get that Elden Ring. Go get that Elden Ring. You walk down a couple hallways, and this crazy spider <laughs> crab thing comes and goes, Bark! and kills you. And I was like, holy shit, fuck this game. This is a mistake. I wonder if I could get a refund. But then I found out that you're supposed to die to that. Like, okay. that's a boss that they throw at you right out of the first door to show you that, like, hey, when you die, you respawn, and then you go through this, like... And then you learn a little bit, like, you could sneak up on enemies. Like, you go through this hallway to get out of this, like, labyrinth that you're in. You could sneak up on enemies. This is a light attack. This is a heavy attack. Shield. This is a ranged attack. And you learn all that stuff. And then it lets you out the door. And then you open it up and you see that big glowing gold tree. And you see a castle. Uh, then there's this guy right in front of you. So you talk to the guy and goes, man, you should go to the castle. And I'm like, all right. We're, we're in it now. This is the story. But... <laughs> that fucking spider crab whatever it was i barely even got a look at it because it's right and killed me <laughs> like it landed in front of me i was like okay i don't know any of the buttons <laughs> here we go this is elden ring this is way faster than i thought and then it literally just <laughs> scurried over to me that nightmare that you had that you told me about that one time there's like a spider on your bed and it crawled up to you it was like that and then it just sideswiped me once and i just like slowly like frodo getting stabbed by sheila just yeah <laughs> like just kneeled on the ground and i was like that sucked and i didn't even stand a chance i hate this but then i found out that it's on purpose and then they give you the tutorial which is a pretty brutal introduction well, it's because they made it because they're like, you're going to die a lot. Yeah. And you it's need like, to know that. I booted it up. They show me this cool cinematic. Like, look how beautiful this game is. All right. Slap. <laughs> it's it's a Souls game. <laughs> Wake up. What are the five fingers? Say to the face. <laughs> slap. <laughs> what if that happened? It was like the golden soft font that appears of like the tutorial. And it was like, what did the five fingers say to the face? And then, you hit next and then they came running down and just slammed you against the wall yeah but it's the other thing that like a meat like kind of sold me on it and kind of kind of sold me on all of the souls games so far okay they look so beautiful cool yeah they're beautiful i wanted to play bloodborne so bad because oh. i love like the gothic horror werewolves vampires witchy stuff like dilapidated church towers with bats flying out of them under a full moon like that is my absolute jam um but it's like it just looks like it sucks it doesn't look fun to play at all um it's, and it looks they all look metal as hell you there are well. some metal fucking moments in that game like there are some gruesome looking bosses yes there are some epic like sequences and things like that like a guy will land on the ground and like fire will shoot up behind him and it's like oh shit i am in a fight like it makes everything feel very epic some of the speeches that they give to you are fucking badass yeah some of the boss speeches when you kill a big enemy it says enemy felled yeah <laughs> f-e-l-l-e-d it's like that is that is a metal way to say you killed it <laughs> it's uh i wish you the best of luck Thank you. I I, there the there will be updates to come. Yes. I mean, I can't... What's the hardest game I play right now? I think the hardest game I've played in a while is maybe uh, Fall Guys. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's up there. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that's a... I will... Oh, thank you for reminding me. I will say the one thing that I was going to say I enjoy about this game is that it's not online, but it is kind of online. Do you you know about the online? I heard I heard about this because here's the funny thing. If If you didn't know this... I was unaware that this was a Dark Souls-esque game, and I thought it was just this giant open-world online RPG. Okay. So when it was coming out, I was talking to my group of friends that I play Warzone with, and yeah. I said, Elder Rings is coming out. Do you guys want to play Elder Rings? And they all went, oh, what's that? And I was like, I don't know. It's like It looks like this giant fantasy world online. Yeah. Like, it would be cool, right? Like, do some dungeons or something together. Like, like you know what I mean? It looks amazing. They're like, okay, let's like, and I sent them the gameplay trailer and they went, yo, that looks pretty badass. Like you're just running around the dragon and shit. That's yeah. pretty cool. Imagine doing that with friends. It's like, yeah, that'd nope. be so sick. Let's Not do like it. like that. Then, <laughs> then the game came out and then uh, what, a, a, a former guest on the podcast, Colin, <laughs> decided to enlighten me finally because I said something along the lines of, hey, Elden Ring, isn't that multiplayer? Like, isn't that online and stuff? And he went, uh, kind of? And I said, yeah, but like, isn't it some like this this RPG online thing? And he, I think he said something like, 
what do you know about Elden Ring? <laughs> and I said, oh, it's like this, you know, this online game, right? You just run around and like you, it's you like really an RPG. focused on the online part. Yeah, because I thought it was like a, like a social thing that we could do. So yeah. like, it would be so cool. It would be like a beautiful, upscale, crazy, AAA style like experience. <laughs> he was like, yeah, it's not all of that. No. He was like, do you, have you played Dark Souls? And I was like, oh, no. No? I mean, yes. No. Is that the game? It's Dark Souls 4. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. So apparently all of these games had this online feature where you could like, I don't know, I don't really know what it's called. And they kind of changed the name from Dark Souls to this because it's a different world. Um, but there's two, there's two online mechanisms that it has. And it's very okay. light online, which I think is really, really cool. You can leave, and I don't know the canon explanation for this, but little like white glowing areas on the ground. So every once in a while you'll be running around and you see this white glowing area on the ground. And that means that another player has decided to help out random anonymous other players by leaving a little hint on the ground. So like, uh, I'm stuck in this. I said, I'm stuck in this hallway with fire in the hallway. It was getting really late. So I had to turn it off, but I did read a hint that said, try ranged weapons. Um, and I read it. I was like, okay, I'll try that. But like, for now, I'm going to turn it off. But I'm assuming there's probably like some button at the end of the hallway that you could like shoot with an arrow and it turns off the fire or something like that. So it's cool little hints, like, because the game is so hard. If you were to play it in a bubble, you just, you'd never figure it out. So players can leave hints to each other or like careful boss ahead or something like that. The other thing that it does is there are blood stains all over the ground, which okay. is apt uh, where like it, there's a button that says touch bloodstain and you could touch the bloodstain and you see like this red silhouette of a player who died here and you see the last like five seconds of their life. So like <laughs> I'll be walking down a normal ass hallway and all of a sudden there's a bloodstain. I'm like, what? And it says touch bloodstain. Someone turns around and then just gets tackled by like a werewolf. And I'm like, oh shit, there's a werewolf up there. <laughs> so that's very cool. But I I was playing this game at like one in the morning, the, the day that I downloaded it, and I had to stifle my laughter. I was laughing so hard at some of these hints. Like in the starting area, you leave, you open the door and you see the big glowing tree and you see the castle and you see the guy and the guy's like, go to the castle. There's like cliffs and stuff like that. And there's some buildings that you have to walk around. I walked up. I saw this white glowing area next to a cliff, like right on the edge of a cliff. And it said, try jumping. <laughs> Then I saw blood stain right next to it. So I clicked on it. The guy stands there for a little bit like he's reading something and then just yeets himself off the cliff. (laughs) Every wall I've come up to, like if it's a flat, inconspicuous wall, I find a a hint that says something along the lines of secret wall, try hitting. (laughs) You hit the wall, nothing happens. So people are just trolling each other. And my favorite one so far, like near that night that I fought. Uh, it's a pretty hard guy, and I, I had to, like, run away from him. I didn't die, but, like, I was getting close, so I ran away, healed up, and ran back and kept fighting him. There was a hint, <laughs> and you can't you can't type whatever you want. There's a pretty long list of selected words, so it'll be, like, uh, try jumping, or secret wall, try hitting, or boss ahead. Like, there's a bunch of, like, key words. <laughs> but what people have figured out to type and I've seen it like 10 times in the hour that I've played already is the words try finger butthole <laughs> so just try finger butthole <laughs> randomly around the world the collaboration the designers were really aiming for uh, apparently those words have been available in most Dark Souls games so try finger butthole is like a staple of the games like it's a meme that has been going strong for years and i just found out about it so i'm like i'm new to this joke and i feel very welcomed by the community what's what signals like i can imagine if you're walking in a field and all of a sudden you see a huge amount of white patches and a huge amount of red blood patches exactly you go uh uh-oh yeah exactly oh so that does happen that's that's what it is yeah so i the the first like boss that you fight which is a very light boss you go through this kind of cave system and at the end they teach you how to block they teach you light attacks they teach you heavy attacks and then you go through this yellow mist which is also a staple and i'm sure you we saw it in that guy's video that we watched together yeah when he fought the bear you know that when there's a mist you're going into a boss fight uh you go through a mist and then like a health bar appears at the top of the screen and you know you're fighting a boss 
Did you know the that? The whole room was bloodstains. <laughs> <laughs> so like you get, you could just click on one and see how a bunch of random people died to this thing. Um, but I don't think you could see the thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's basically a little signal. It's a little hint that the game gives you of heads up. Someone's trying to give you a hint about something here or heads up. People are dying around. Imagine here. if they could only give you the white and you could never see the red. Yeah. That would be interesting. I will say the game is gorgeous. There's a lot of white and red all around it. <laughs> like it's a little distracting. Like I want to dial it down or something. What's also interesting, and in I think the reason Trifinger Butthole took off so much is because you could praise uh, the the hint or whatever. And if the person that you're praising is currently online and you don't see their username, if they're currently online, it refills their health to max. So if you leave a hint or if you leave a bunch of hints and you're in the middle of a boss fight and someone praises your hint on the other side of the country randomly in their own single player world, you're in the middle of a boss fight. You're about to die. Your health goes back up to full. That's incredible. Which is really interesting. That's incredible. Yeah. So like it encourages you to give hints and stuff like that. Right. The bloodstains I think is nothing. Like you could just see how people die. You don't choose to show someone your bloodstain. But that's just, that's just ominous. Like you you're walking in a cave and then you there's a big room and red. you turn the corner and it's just the floor is red. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, oh no. But it's all it's very interesting. Like canonically, the red makes total sense because it's just oh people die in this yeah. room. Yeah, <laughs> that just makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So so far I'm enjoying it. I think I think the world is cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have I'm to excited. I don't want you to stop. Yeah, I don't want you to quit. Yeah, but if you do, I'm so excited to hear what the breaking point was. <laughs> my, my rage stories. Yes. Yeah. Let's see if we could break Chris. I'm so excited to hear the one that that ends you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'll say honestly. <laughs> uh, the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga comes out April 5th. Yeah. I'm not playing this game past then. Really? <laughs> yeah, if the, the Lego game is good, uh, that's all I'm doing until I 100% that game. Because when I latch onto a Lego game, that is all that's I want to do. And it's not really for like the immersion factor at all. I'm now thinking of like why I like video games, especially for like the Lego Star Wars games or the Lego DC games I really liked. It's just they do it so well. We're like, the designers of those video games know Star Wars and they know Batman. Yeah, I think it's also there's the the style of those games. They they remind me a lot of playing like N sixty four. Yeah, if that makes like any sense. Classic fun. Yeah, there's a weird classic fun to it where mm-hmm. it's not like it needs to be thrilling, crazy combat or this. It's just it's just an enjoyable gaming experience of you completing things and doing things and it's just, just good gameplay. Yeah. I mean, uh, Lego Star Wars was the first Lego game that's in the vein of these games, the Lego video games that have, like, dominated <laughs> uh, for years. Lego Star Wars came out on PS2. Like Xbox Yeah, a long time GameCube. ago. Yeah. And they the formula has stayed roughly the same. Um, but, like, before that, they had, like, Lego Island and, like... <laughs> Lego Undercover yep. and stuff like yep, that. Yep, 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 Lego yep. Lego Racers. Yep, yep. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Speaking of Star Wars. Yes. A trailer came out for a TV show. I have been banning and blocking all promos of that everywhere, and they are coming up fast. They sure are. Just randomly. Have you, like, seen anything? I'm sure you've seen I saw a thumbnail. O- I saw a thumbnail of Obi-Wan yeah. in a robe yep. looking down. Perfect. <laughs> and that's the most I've seen. I know the thumbnail. Yes. <laughs> that's like the the trailer thumbnail that everybody's using. I So I decided, what was it? After after Spider-Man, I think, I was thinking, I, I really wish I tried to, tried to black that one out. Because I feel like with Endgame, even though I didn't black it out, there was a lot about that movie that surprised me. There was very little about Spider-Man that surprised me. Some some story that's beats. That's poop. It is poop. But like I knew all the villains were in it. I knew they were doing some nah, sort of poop. multiverse thing. I didn't know that the other Peters were going to be in it. But like I heavily assumed that they were going to be in it. So when they showed up, I'm like, ah, there they are. But for you, that whole experience must have been mind blowing. Like yes, <laughs> mind blown after mind blown after mind blown. Um, and it's too late for me to black out uh, Doctor Strange. But I thought, you know what? I roughly know what the Obi Wan show is going to be about. I'm going to love it and I don't need to know more. 
So let me try to black this one out. The trailer came out. Texted my friend, hey, can you watch the Obi-Wan trailer and tell me how spoilery it is on a scale of 1 to 10? Waited two minutes and then <laughs> couldn't wait anymore and watched it. Oh. And then texted him saying, I watched it. It's so good. I'm glad I watched it. <laughs> Which, it's not very spoilery. All it did is really tell me what the plot of the season is, which obviously I'm not going to tell you, but um, I'm excited for it. It's not exactly what I thought, but it's cool and it makes sense, and it's it's nice. It's It's got me hyped. It has got me hyped, let me tell you, son. <laughs> I'm nervous. Are you? Why, why nervous? Because the blacking out shows is harder than blocking out movies. Because most people are okay with blacking out movies. Sure. A lot it's of people will of say, thing. no spoilers, It's I want to see that movie. Hmm. Most people don't intuitively have that reaction to a TV show. So they, they just... It just there are thumbnails of trailer breakdowns of like, let's go over the, the Obi-Wan trailer, everybody, where the thumbnail that they choose is a scene from the trailer that like is, for you, would be a huge spoiler. That's what I'm saying. So like, That's why it sucks. That's Yeah, and like they don't care at all. No. Um, but then there's there's similar things for like the Doctor Strange trailer. Like there's thumbnails of like trailer breakdowns. Like, I haven't seen anything shit. about Doctor Strange other than the post credit scene from Star uh, Star Wars from Spider Man. Oh yeah, that's which right. was the Doctor Strange trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all I saw. I'm I'm very excited. I will say I don't think this is a spoiler, but this will be interesting to talk about. They specifically called out in the trailer, and I think it's the first time we've heard this. That it is a um, new limited series from Disney Plus. And limited series may- basically means we're doing one season, period. Of Obi-Wan. Of Obi-Wan. I wonder why they chose to do Obi-Wan. Was it because the crowd wanted it so much? The, the... A, yes. <laughs> B, there, was rumors, there were rumors for years that they were going to do a movie. I think before they had a Han Solo movie, it was originally Obi-Wan. supposed to be an Obi-Wan movie. And then they were like, oh, we have a Han Solo one. We're going to do that one next. And then maybe Obi-Wan... And then Obi-Wan is like, oh, no, we're going to do a Boba Fett movie. And then the Boba Fett became a TV show. And they're like, actually, you know, we could turn that Obi-Wan one into a TV show. Um, so would you. OK, here's this question. Would you rather have seen a Boba Fett movie versus show? Or would you rather see and this goes also to Obi-Wan? Would you rather this have been a movie or a show? That's a great question. I think I would have rather having seen the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I would have rather it be a movie. Same. I think after what it turned out to be. I think it would have been more concise. It would have had to like find its thing a little bit better. I, I think, think it was a little I, all over the place. I think it would have been less uh, shiny, chrome, <laughs> untarnished. Clear yeah, they coat. wouldn't have filmed it in the volume or whatever no. that place is where they have the big TV. It wouldn't have been filmed in that. It would not have been filmed. It would have, it would have looked, done a full movie. It would have looked that bad. Yeah. Full, big Hollywood, Disney, Daddy, Disney. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, uh, and the Mando wouldn't have been nearly as prominent in it, which, again, I really liked the Mando part, but it was just in the wrong show and it felt weird. Um, but Obi-Wan, I'm glad that they're stretching out. Because I want every minute of Obi-Wan that they will give us. <laughs> and apparently this, is, uh, like, supposedly, it is the movie just given a little bit more room to breathe. With, like, maybe a few other story beats. I wonder if they more. didn't do a movie because they're concerned. About, not to criticize, but as I tell a lot of friends all the time when they, why are this? These are businesses. Yeah. So the part of the conversation is, is this going to sell anything? Yeah. I don't see Obi-Wan selling too much. Uh, yeah. Unless you have a cute little creature, you could be like, oh, yeah, look at that cute plushie. We can start pushing. Yeah. Like, then you have that as an option, right? A porg had a baby with BB-8. Look, <laughs> look how cute he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think they're happy that it's going to be a, a, a show now because subscribers... I think they're making more money from Disney Plus subscribers than they are from from movie tickets, especially during COVID. Yeah. Which I true. think this was produced entirely in COVID. Like, I don't even think pre-production started until mid-2020. This is all making me super excited for the entire... We talked about this a little bit. 
about the post Skywalker saga mm. type storylines. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting. Yeah. I like feel. we've talked about, like, I want to see other planets. I want to see other stories. I like, they're never going to move away from Jedi, which, but Jedi aren't a Skywalker. Exactly. Specific. Jedi yeah, are much larger so much than that. More to that history than we get to see in those nine movies that I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see things that don't really have an impact on the nine movies that were very that are as fleshed out as we ever want them to be. I okay. Here's a question: Episodes one and two, and I know we both like three, but episodes one through three, the prequels. Mm-hmm. If they if they had the ability to redo them now, would oh. you want to see that? Not remaster them. I mean, literally go back to the drawing board Film and say, them again. <laughs> here's the first three movies. Where did they suffer and where can we improve them? Here's the, uh, here's the checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> get it done. You literally have a checkbook. Yeah. Get it um, done. Would you I, want to see that? Uh, or would you be like, no, they're so iconic and what they represent from George Lucas doo-doo. Like, it's, okay, it's well, such- I don't appreciate the voice that you're doing for this possible version of me. <laughs> Because kind of yeah, <laughs> we're like I, a. I don't think you could at this point. Well, like, no, they've it, invested so much around every aspect of the prequels, like the Clone Wars TV show, Rebels. No, you you could still okay. Wait, wait, wait. Book of Boba Fett. You could still the, have you could still have the same uh, 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 art design. You could still have the same. You could still have N one Starfighters. You could still have the same story points. You could have the same. I'm not saying change the story. I'm saying from a, from like cinematography level. Yeah, I mean cinematography was pretty good. The some of the CGI was wonky. Uh, some of the the acting uh, was a little wonky, and the writing was mega wonky. Right, that's my point. Imagine yeah. if it could all be redone with better with all those things better. Yeah, I mean that on, like on the best you could do is like recut it or like do some deep fake because like. Jake Lloyd, Hayden Christensen, like those are Anakin forever. Like that's it. That's Anakin. But like yeah. you need to you need to like deep fake it. <laughs> of like, let's deep fake little Anakin to do like Pokanu Katawa. <laughs> and stay you you would do it like like he could have like given a little bit more effort into it. It's like, no, 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 make sure you sound like you're from Connecticut. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess you can't. I guess you really can't. But like, I don't know. I, that's what it feels like to me. It feels like to me like there's there's got to be a way that you can. I guess that's a weird question to ask, right? It's like at one point I wanted that so badly. Really? Yeah. Like uh, high school, around high school, I would say. Yeah, because that's really before. That's like while the Clone Wars show was happening. And I like didn't watch it, so I had no real attachment to it. I was like, they should redo the prequels because they were bad. <laughs> they should do them again. Um, but it's like, no, they're there. They exist. They're bad. And like, what Dave Filoni and John Favreau are kind of doing is like validating them with the Clone Wars and with Rebels. They're like fleshing them out. They're making the weird parts make more sense. And like, they're taking some of the dumb things and giving them a cooler backstory or making them cooler in retrospect. Like the N1 Starfighter. It's like, I remember when that happened, it's like, oh, that's cool hey wait why does the old technology look way cooler than the technology from canonically 40 years later like how do we go from n1 starfighter to millennium falcon <laughs> like super what do you mean? sleek what do you mustang mean? like the n1 starfighter yeah. and so many like the whole the the car chase scene from episode two like the cool like yeah cars yeah. with the the assassin and stuff like that like how do we go from that to like the weird little taxi cabs on Cloud City and <laughs> like the Millennium the Falcon? The cloud cars? Yeah. Even the uh, the Star Destroyer, like the Venator class Star Destroyer yeah. from the prequels. How do we go from that from the Imperial Star Destroyers? Like they look worse. <laughs> like, well, they changed. Well, that they 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 talked about. They changed changed manufacturers and. But also, they the um, the Emperor wanted to change the look of them. And everything else because uh, he wanted them to be more fierce looking and yeah. wanted them to be more uniform and, and whatever, whatever. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, but like there, there are things like but that. But, but, but now, don't forget. But keep in context of what you're you're talking about the a Royal Starfighter fleet. Yeah, in N one Starfighters in their like normal prime, versus a Carillion freighter. Yeah, that was used as a dock pusher in well, the Falcon. See exactly, and then it's it's a dock pusher, and then we see that in Solo. So like Solo expands upon it. They show us Carillia, and it's a dumpster fire <laughs> like, yeah it's a shitty planet it's like yeah oh okay and then even the millennium falcon that that started with in that movie was way sleeker than the one we see in the because well, it was st- it was still it was newer because <laughs> they beat the crap out of it yeah because and then it shows up in episode four and we're like oh okay <laughs> that hunk of junk yeah exactly yeah but that's the character behind it the character behind the falcon is that that's the joke yeah oh what a piece of junk and and it's like yeah but the Imperial cruisers never think about it because of that. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I can, I can, I can do spice runs and I can do all these other things. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I mean, I'm a beaten down 94 civic. <laughs> exactly. That's what I am with a souped up engine under the hood. <laughs> with a formula one engine. So yeah. like, yeah, it looks bad. It's, it, it's, it's fast though. Don't worry. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that, but that's a 93 civic. It's like, trust me, just trust me. All right. Like, yeah, that's that conversation. So, this baby can get from Hartford to New Haven in under 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I understand what you're saying, though, but I think when you look at those kind of details, I think it maybe makes more sense of just, oh, that's the, like, Naboo, that's like the official Naboo Starfighter. That's yeah. paid for by government. Yeah, exactly. It's That's, not, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? And even the X-Wings, they're all beat to shit because they're not some formal thing. They're they're being paid for by the by the rebellion, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, so like little things about that makes more sense. I have, I have had conversation with people that I think is really interesting. Like Dave Filoni has done a masterful job like validating the prequels in a huge way. I think episode one, like there are, parts of episode one that are called back on and you make it looks you look back more fondly um i mean well actually that's not true they actually do kind of heavily invest in uh in episode one darth maul qui-gon jinn are still like huge players the n1 starfighter stuff like that are huge players in the clone wars and things like that (laughs) but like episode two and three especially are like there's three especially is so good after you watch the clone wars like it bridged the gap between those movies in a way that like we didn't even deserve it was so good like it's one of the few things of you make a thing and it's meh and then you make another thing and it makes the first thing 10 times better like can we also talk about how good ewan mcgregor was so good as obi-wan in episode so three good so good that's oh, why i'm so excited everything on most of far was just top notch you are like a brother to me yeah (laughs) yeah so good (laughs) i will do what i must (laughs) oh my dude it's he's so fucking good at that he makes that character i am very excited to once obi-wan is done to watch episode three watch all of obi-wan and watch episode four and just see that arc and I know he appears in Rebels a little bit. Yeah, say, he's in Rebels. There's a pretty important yeah. scene in Rebels. Yeah, it's an important scene, but it's like one episode, I think. You could watch like one episode of Rebels to get his yeah. update. I think it's story. two. They might be two, but yeah, yeah. it's the same thing. It's, it's short. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to be very excited to watch that. And they did point out that we know exactly when Obi-Wan takes place. They've told us exactly like what year it takes place. And it's... It's two years before he shows up in Rebels. So they show like a still from him in the trailer and then a still from him in Rebels is like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, in those wait, two what? Years? Yeah, two years before Rebels. Yeah. He's an old man in Rebels. Yeah, exactly. So it's just a little bit of like, you have to do a little bit of suspension of. Disbelief. So it's not immediately after episode three. Yeah. Basically. I will say, and you've seen a thumbnail of him. So I think I could. Talk I didn't. About this. I didn't look at it long enough to see details. Other than that's definitely Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan with the robe. Did you see his hair color? Uh, I saw a brown robe and brown hood and tan robes. Okay. <laughs> I honestly didn't see anything. Like the second I saw that it was that, I looked away and, yeah. I, and I blocked it. So it's, it's definitely more Ewan McGregor than Alec Guinness. <laughs> really? It's, yeah. There's there's not a white hair on his head. <laughs> okay. Um, but like. He, I, I looked at it. I was like, 
damn, he still looks as good as ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just a stunningly handsome man. You know McGregor? Oh, yeah. Yes. But uh, someone, like, there, I saw clips of him from, like, episode three. It's like, oh, he's aged. <laughs> like, he's, yeah. He still looks great, but, like, in a 20 years older kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Which, oh, my gosh. That's how long it's been? It has been 15 years since episode three came out. <laughs> so, yeah, he is 15 years older. You know what's crazy? In reality, that's not that old. 15 yeah. years? Yeah, I mean, like, we're 15 years older than we were when it came out. But I was a freshman in high school when it came out. I'm a very Yeah, oh, no, okay. When I, when I say 15 years isn't that old, I mean the context of time. Sure. It seems like two years of my life just flew by. Yeah. Think about 2019 and 2020 to now. Oh, yeah. That just flew by. Yeah. It's just gone. I mean, 2020 is still going. <laughs> We're still in one big, long 2020. Uh, but, uh, oh, I'm so excited for Fuck. it. Fucking A. I, I'm very excited to hear. I think, I think the first episode, I think most of what we've seen in the trailer is from the first episode. And I think the first episode will catch you up to speed with what I know the show is about. Because it's six episodes. It is a limited series. We don't know how long they're going to be, so I'm hoping for, like, between 45 and an hour, obviously. Um, The more, the better. Uh, Like, if they give us, like, an hour and ten minute episodes every time, I'm here for it. (laughs) Imagine. Whatever we get, I'm happy with it. There's one director for the whole thing who I think it's... Really? Deborah Chow, who directed a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. Yep. Um, And I think she was supposed to direct the movie. Um, but then they stretched it out and they're like, this is kind of one story and it's not going to be like an ongoing serialized thing. So we want her to do the whole thing from beginning to end. So no Bryce Dallas Howard, no Taika Waititi, no fucking Robert Rodriguez. Uh, you don't like Robert Rodriguez? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I didn't really have very high like opinion of him before. Like he did Spy Kids and he did like the dumb action movies like he did Machete. And he did um, uh, one of the Grindhouse movies, not the Quentin Tarantino one. I know which one you're talking about. The I, other the, one. The one with the terror or whatever. The machine gun leg. Yes. I was going to say the, <laughs> yeah. the one with the leg, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, just campy, over-the-top action. But then he directed that one episode of The Mandalorian that Boba Fett was in. I was like, that was pretty dope. Yeah. And then he directed a whole episode of uh, a okay. whole season of a TV show, pretty much. Not the whole season. But uh, he kind of was the showrunner for this TV show. And it's like, ah, yep, there he is. There's Robert. <laughs> Robbie Rod. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, dude. So excited. So excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for me. I'm excited for... I want to hear his lightsaber. Mm. So I'm do sure I. you've heard it, but I haven't heard it in uh, in anything yet, so... Can I answer that with a yes or no answer? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because if you say yes, that means I know that he he uses his lightsaber in some way. Okay, okay. Which I'll I don't want to know because... I'll answer it no. <laughs> because they didn't show his lightsaber in the trailer. So okay. I'm still in suspense about that as you are. Like I, I hope because the whole point of this is that he's in hiding. Yeah, exactly. The whole point is that he doesn't use it. Exactly, which is is going to be very interesting. Like, we know where he is. You know where he is. Yes. Uh, for for these years. Yes. And we know that he doesn't want to be found, and he right. changes his name somewhere along the to line. To Ben. Yeah, exactly. And we know he has his lightsaber, so it's like. I, I honestly hope he gets pushed to the point where he has to, and that's like a big dramatic moment, because that's going to be a very like powerful lightsaber ignition Yes, he finally has to take it out, and, yeah. and we get to hear it, and you know they're going to dial up the levels yep. for that lightsaber so loud. It's like when... Um, when Finn activated it for the first time, oh, <laughs> when in Episode Seven, yes. when uh, Maz Maz's cantina gets lit up, it's, it's like, ah! oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. They even gave it the gave it the same like shimmer. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like there was a definite sp- specific style that they did the lighting on it. Yeah. So it wasn't like it's the updated lightsaber look. It was like that's 
it's it's luke's light it was the shimmer it It was was the shimmer of that original how did they do it in the original it was like a the handle has like a drill bit in it and it was spinning this like they took like movie screen uh material that's like reflective at, you know how like movie projector screens are like yeah. have reflective so they could bounce the light off better they like wrapped that around a wooden pole and plugged it into like a drill so it would shine light at it and it would reflect unevenly so when it was spinning it would like that's why it had that like warble light effect. oh really that's how they originally did it but it was like shit and not fun to film with at all and it had a wire coming out of the bottom of it because <laughs> it wasn't battery operated right right yeah, that's how they originally did it. And then they just used sticks. Then they went back and, um, what's the word? When they go through Remastered. Each, each frame and put the beam of light on it. Retro, rot- rotoscope. That's they did rotoscoping. Disgusting. Yeah. To do each frame. <laughs> yeah. And then when they clash, they have to do like the light explosion Spark, thing. yeah. But I, I think they did do some sort of throwback way of filming it in episode seven, at least. Where I mean, they were holding lights. They, they could, I think they did it with a new style, but they made it have a similar yeah. aesthetic to the original. They didn't try like 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 when they brought Yoda in. They didn't do we're gonna do the the fake Yoda. It's like no, bring in the puppet. Yeah, we're bringing Yoda back. And then, oops, it looks terrible. <laughs> Make him fake. I thought he looked. I thought I think he looked fine. Episode one. Oh no no no! In episode eight. Yes. Episode 8, they used the original puppet. That's what I'm saying. Episode 1, they smoked a bunch of crack and made a new puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember Yoda from episode (laughs) 1? Yeah. (laughs) They literally went back and CGI'd him. So it's like hard to find a version of episode (laughs) 1 with the haunting puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I was talking about episode 8. Yeah, episode 8 was great. (laughs) They brought back Frank Oz. They brought back the the original puppet. Yeah. The one that looks like Yoda. And it was perfect. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, it was just, I, it was the, it's the original aesthetic with the newer version, the newer technology of doing things. Yeah. So it still retains its, its authenticity. Yeah. I think, uh, I think there's going to be a bit of that in Obi-Wan of like. That's what I'm saying. I really The old hope. ways of doing things, but in the volume. Because they did film the whole thing in the volume, uh, which is oh. very exciting. I mean, that's how they do it now. They put a bajillion dollars into that. <laughs> I just hope there's biggest... no chase scenes. I hope they learned their fucking lesson. Oh, I hope so. Let's not do chase scenes on this thing. Oh, this looks horrible. Man. I, I'm excited. There's things I know about it that I'm excited for you to learn. But we're past the point where I could even black out if I wanted to. I mean, even before the trailer came out. Okay. Just like the castings and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. We need you... To find something that you can officially black out for and successfully black out for. <sighs> I mean, I, I can't even do Thor Love and Thunder because I've seen some of the toys. There. Uh, uh, how about the Wedge and Tilly show? Sure. Yeah. The Rogue Squadron. The movie, right? The Patty Jenkins movie. Oh, oh I thought it was a show. No, movie. It's oh. going to be Top Gun in space. And I'm so hyped for that. <laughs> even just saying, <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> Could you black out for that, you think? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, probably. We could flip. I won't black out for that one, and you black out for that one. Oh, I don't even want that for yeah. you. You have such a good time blacking out. I don't. It's hard. Well, it's hard, but the, is the payoff worth it, do you think? <sighs> for the movies I've done it for, absolutely. And but think about the movies Spider-Man. I did. I did it for the gigantic fuck movies. <laughs> gigantic fuck movies think about it i did it for endgame yeah i did it for you didn't see the poster for endgame yes. you had to shield your eyes walking into yes. the theater i did it for uh uh i did it for, yeah i did it mostly for the rise of skywalker yeah um you did it for spider-man i did it for last jedi uh you did it for spider-man which you shielded yourself from more spoilers than you did for endgame because i still don't think i don't think you've ever seen an endgame trailer Right? Because why would you watch one after the, the fact? The only Endgame trailer I saw was the now on DVD. Like, oh, and trailer. you see him catching the hammer. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? What? Why? What, this is the dull. I can't believe. And, and yeah. No, we, I think we talked about that. Like that, that wasn't in the, that was a surprise yeah, yeah, you for told everybody. Me, you told me that. Yeah. That's like a, hey, remember this part from the theater? Go buy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go experience this emotional thrill ride yeah, again. That's, that's, what that, that's what that was. That's a member because everybody in the world saw that at that point. They just lifted the embargo on like a couple weeks ago, but they 
pretty much just lifted the embargo that um, Toby and Andrew were in Spider-Man. <laughs> like, they still... It wasn't in any commercials really? or trailers. Yeah. Which, now that the DVD's coming out, uh, they're like, behind the scenes with all three Spider-Man. And there's, like, interviews with the three of them. Which is crazy. They were on set together for two weeks. Like, Andrew, Andrew and Toby were part of that movie for two weeks out of their lives and they filmed all the press things like the dvd interviews so was like so what was it like getting back into the suit and the three of them were like oh well you know it was, it was a little tighter than it used to be and blah 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 <laughs> uh like they did all of that in two weeks and then just went home <laughs> all right bye bye i then, can't talk about it yeah oh man i'm so is Toby mcguire even on instagram I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's anything. I think he's like more or less retired from acting. Has he? Uh, not retired, but he's just been pretty quiet and hasn't really done anything. But then they're like, "Hey, you want to do Spider-Man again?" <laughs> he's like, "Hell yes!" What? Are you kidding? Why would you ask such a stupid question? Is he on Instagram? I'm trying. I'm trying to find him. Why do you want him to be on Instagram? I just want to see if he like what he's doing. He's just All right. I looked life. up Tobey Maguire. I found Tobey Maguire cringe. Toby Maguire one zero one. Oh yep. Spidey in the chat boys. Toby Maguire. That one I think that's actually him now. Spidey in the chat boys? No. <laughs> Obviously not. And the last one is Toby Maguire underscore and the profile picture is I'm assuming that's a bikini or lingerie, but one of those two. Cool. Yeah. So I don't think he's on Instagram. No, so what the fuck so. is he doing? He's just chilling. He's doing the Brendan Fraser. I don't like that <laughs> answer though. Well, too bad. I don't like that answer. Like it. He doesn't live for you. Toby. Do, do this research on your own time. Stalk celebrities who don't want to be stalked after the, the episode. Which, by the way, we should wrap up. We're a little over. We are a little over. I uh, want to see. Oh, he's been voice acting. Oh, that's cool. Good for him. Okay. He's got a good voice. He's got a very comfortable voice. Yes. Okay. That's why he's been. We haven't seen him because we've only been hearing him. Uh-huh. But okay. But yeah, we are going over. It is late. It is a Friday. Uh. See you next week. Later. Okay, we're going to try this again here. Are we? Yes, we're going to try it again. Ooh. It looks like it sounds better. It looks a lot better, doesn't it? Yeah, you look louder than me. I I typically... I feel like I, I'm more conscious of speaking directly into the microphone than you are. Oh, shit. I think so. Yeah. I'm not accusing you. I'm just stating a, a possible observation. It's too late. It's, <laughs> it's I okay. feel accused. No, it's okay. Jacuzzi. Jacuzzi.